Welcome to AJ Beast One Sports. I'm AJ. I'm Beast One. And this is episode 21. Preview. First topic is previewing the games of week 8. Mine is the Cardinals and Packers versus Packers. Well, that's our collaboration one. We're yeah. both going to talk about that one. Well, let's just get it out of the way. Um, it's the 7-0 Cardinals versus the 6-1 Packers. This game is going to have a lot of playoff implications Implications to it regarding the number one seed. It's Kyler versus Aaron Rodgers. I think it's going to be a great matchup. Great showdown. Packers are out Devontae Adams. And Alan Lazard. Which is a couple big losses for the Packers. Because the Corona list. So, but let's look in depth on the stats of it. You got the offense for the Packers, I mean for the Cardinals, 19th ranked versus the 4th ranked Packers. 13th in defense, 10th in defense for the Packers. 16th Cardinals, 6th passing for the Packers. 19th for Cardinals in rushing, 5th for the Packers. So Packers really have a better offense than the Arizona Cardinals. But overall, the Arizona Cardinals are a better team. You know, Kyler could have a big game against the Packers defense, which is which has some holes in it. Along with Aaron Rodgers, you know what he's going to do. He's going to make sure even without Devontae Adams and Alan Lazard, he's going to make this thing a close game along with Aaron Jones. So you can't count out the Packers here on Thursday night. Um... I think I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I truly feel like this game could be a game of the year candidate when it's all said and done. What do you think the score is going to be and who do you think is winning? Um, right now, I'm going to go with 34-24. Uh, Arizona. Um, Just because of the Tay Adams like, loss? I think they get to 8-0. I think Kyler does get to three touchdowns passing. But I think it'll be in Kyler's hands at the end at, of the game. in the fourth quarter, and Kyler's going to close the game out. And um, I think the defense of Arizona gets to um, Aaron Rodgers to stop the game. So I think Arizona get, keeps their undefeated season alive and gets to A&M. Who do you think it leaves the Packers after this? They're, they're going to win their division, so they're fine. They can lose this game and not have to worry about anything. It'll just take them out of, right now, the first-round bye, which is hard to get. So... For me, always said, always will say, Aaron Rodgers is my favorite quarterback, and I love watching him play, but, like, the Cardinals, the Cardinals, they're one of those teams that, for a while, nobody has, like, really been talking about, because every every time they were talked about recently, before, like, this new team, it was always only brought up because of Larry Fitzgerald, who isn't playing this season, but he hasn't announced retirement, but... Like, I want to see... This will be an interesting game because Aaron Rodgers doesn't have, I guess you could say, his favorite target or, like, his best weapon, who I feel like... um, What's his name? Devontae Adams has magnets instead of hands because he catches everything. And he doesn't have Alan Lazard, who's a good, like, safety option. But you forgot to mention one person that he has. Who? Or two people. He has Robert Tanyan. Mm-hmm. He has Val- Marquez Valdez-Scandling. And he has... What's his name at the tight end position? Lewis or something? Mercedes Lewis. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, so, no. Uh, well, I'm saying, you know, Packers are still having, still yeah, have, no. still have a great team. Yeah, I know. I yeah. just feel like yeah. it's going to come down to the Arizona Cardinals with the ball. But I would not be shocked if Green Bay wins this game because they are at home and it's going to be cold. 
I feel like I just, thought it was in Arizona. Is it? I thought it in the the commercialist said it was. At least I thought it was. But like for the Arizona side, Kyler Murray, he everyone obviously can tell he's like the reigning favorite to win MVP right now. So oh, I, yeah. I expect him to have at least three hundred yards, and um, like the team is just that they got they have Zach Ertz now. He just got a um, receiving touchdown as well on Sunday, and so now so now Murray has another weapon because he has. He has Zachary Ertz, he has Christian Kirk, he has AJ Green, and I think there's someone else I'm missing. And technically, if Fitzgerald comes back because he hasn't fully retired, he still has him also. So, as of right now, I just, regardless of who wins this game, I still think Arizona's the team to beat in the NFC. Out yeah, of, I agree. Of, out of their division, they're like the team to beat, for sure, in their division. I, I was going to say out of the NFC, but then I forgot. You got to think about the Packers, and you got to think about Tampa Bay. So, so I know Arizona. This should be this would just be a good game. You look uh, Arizona. They have the way better rushing game because they're ranked fifth, and then Green Bay is only ranked nineteenth. So I guess Arizona has that to their advantage. They have. So it is at Arizona, like you were saying. It is at Arizona. So I really think it, now it lands in the Arizona favor. That's why I got them winning. Because they're at home. I think home field really means a lot this season. Since last year you didn't have fans, fans, the fans yeah. are even better this year. So it'll it'll make it more competitive. But it'll really meet the home field really want to go. And Kyler Murray having MVP season. I don't think he stops. And then you got JJ Watt on defense. Mm-hmm. And Shailen Jones. Yeah. And Buda Baker. I think on, all around, the Arizona Cardinals have the best team on paper. I mean, on the field. Throughout the league? Throughout the whole NFC? league. Overall, dynamic defense and offense, I think they got the best team. That's why they're 7-0. Yeah. But, so. Uh, you want to go first for your individual games or me? Um, I'll go first for my, my first one. Okay. So, actually, you go first. All right, I'll go first. I got the Steelers-Browns. You know, my Pittsburgh Steelers versus the Cleveland Browns. You know, it's this game doesn't mean a lot as of right now. Well, it kind of does, but not in the division. Well, it kind of does. Two losing teams right now. Struggling to figure out how to get better and try and turn over their season. This is a battle to stay in the playoff hunt, though. Whoever loses the game is going to have a hard time getting back and getting the wins enough to get back into the hunt, to at least get a wild card spot. Um, so I, I feel like this game does have a playoff atmosphere because it is, a, it is a divisional rival. The AFC North rivals are always insane, always competitive. But here's where you look at it. The Steelers have the 20th ranked offense versus Browns 7th. Defense, though, this is where defense comes into play. Steelers got the 5th ranked. Browns got the fourth ring. 26th passing for the Steelers, 24th for the Browns. 31st for the Steelers rushing, Browns first for those. So it's really going to come down to the Steelers defense, the Browns defense, and if Nick Chubb can run the ball enough. He is coming back. He is rumored to come back for this game. But how healthy is he is the question. They don't have Baker. Um, Baker's out. So it's not really going to be on the quarterbacks unless Big Ben uses his veteran and his um, experience 
to win the game. I really gonna I'm I think it's gonna be the Steelers defense that's top five versus another top five defense in Cleveland to really get this to um see who wins the game. So it's gonna be a defensive battle, old rivals. It's like an old time matchup in the past. Two hard nosed defenses going after each other. It's gonna be a great game, I believe. Um I got I got to go with the Steelers on this one. I think it'll be a 24-31 game. Pittsburgh wins. Um, and you're not trying to do it to be biased. No, no. I just think the Big Ben's a better quarterback than Casey Keenum. I think ben, Ben's experience will help play into this. And I think the Steelers get the win. So, I mean, But if Baker was playing, I'd go Cleveland on this one. I think I'd go Cleveland on this game. But Baker's not playing. Because you're a Baker fan. Not like just because I'm a Baker Mayfield fan. It's because... If Baker was healthy, Baker gives the Browns a little bit better opportunity than Big Ben, who's old, and the offense wide receivers that aren't really producing, I'd, I'd go Cleveland. But with Casey Keenum playing, it's a toss-up, but I'm going Steelers. So, I mean, this game, like you said, the defense, literally, first two people come to my head, T.J. Watt for Pittsburgh, Miles mm-hmm. Garrett for Cleveland. So, just two. Build- Two of what could be defensive players of the years. Probably not going to win it because the Diggs of Dallas has it, but, you know, two great defensive players going after each other. Well, not literally. Not after like, each other, yeah. but going against each other in the game. Yeah, but they're like they're the stars of their team on defense. Mm-hmm. Didn't Watt just win player of the week or something? No. He won something. He won something, I think, but, um, yeah, that's that's my pick. So it's like... I think of the defense alone, and then I'm thinking, like, on Cleveland's wide receiver, is Landry healthy, or is he, like, not that healthy? I think he's coming back this week, actually. Because so. he, he did play on Thursday. So then, yeah, he's back this week. So, um, what's his name? Case Keenum has Jarvis Landry. He has Donovan Peoples-Jones. I think Odell's back, or is he still hurt? Odell's a toss-up. Yeah, Odell's come and go. And then, who who's their tight end again? I forgot the Titans' name. I know David Njoku is one of them. Yeah, but um, so I I think Cleveland has like the better offense. In oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. They have the better offense. They're, they have a top four offense again. I mean, no, not a top four offense. They have um top five offense. Top probably. ten offense versus twenty eighth offense. Twenty eighth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Cleveland has a better. I still think the Steelers have better defense, though. Well, yeah. Even though it's one spot, fourth versus fifth, I think the Steelers overall, as a collective, as a team, wins them the game. But your games. So my my first game I picked was the Indianapolis Colts versus Tennessee Titans. Mm-hmm. We all know, like, the, this has always been a good... Well, I shouldn't say always. I should say recently has been a good series. Between the Colts and the Titans, and you got, what's his name, um, Naheem Hines or whatever his name is on the Colts. Mm-hmm. I forgot his first name. And it's him versus Derrick Henry slash King Henry. You can't forget Jonathan Taylor, though. Yeah, Jonathan Taylor as well. So I, I like the I like the like battle at running back for this game the most. Mm-hmm. And then the receivers, are, there's a pretty good receiver battle, too. You got Michael Pittman. You have... I don't know if You he, cannot, though, discount Carson Wentz and Ryan Tannehill this week. I was week. getting into that. Oh, okay. 
So yeah, Michael Pittman. I don't know if T.Y. Hilton's playing or not. Is he playing? No. Um. So tight. Titans have the better defense because they or Titans have the better offense because they're ranked ninth and the Colts are ranked eleventh. And then defense Colts have the better side because they have the twenty first ranked versus Tennessee's twenty fifth. But I also think about the Colts defense and I'm like they have Darius Leonard and. I forgot the other big name on that line, too, for their defense. I don't know, but there is this guy, um, Isaac Rochelle, who's up and coming. He's a defender? Yeah, he's a defensive end. He's going to be on this show, though. We will get him. Um, I'm I'm in talks. We're trying to get him on um, as a guest um, to talk midseason. Don't forget, we're going to try and get him on. Um, because I've been seeing him obviously on TikTok, but being seeing him play, he's a very great player. Good player, understands the game. He's young, um, so I'm gonna go with um, I'm gonna go with. So we're gonna get him. I just want to say that, and he's on the Colts, so I'm we're gonna be rooting for him. So, and then for the Titans, they have the second best rushing like offensive unit in the league, obviously because of Derrick Henry doing what Derrick Henry does, but um. I I really like the... You have A.J. Brown on one side. You have Julio Jones on the other side. Both just came back last week because they were both out with injuries. And the team, they still did pretty good without them. And they just... I forgot who they just beat on Monday night. They just beat the Bills on Monday night. So if they just beat the Bills, and the Bills are a really good team on their own, I think this is just going to... To be honest, I think this is going to be a shootout game. I believe it. I wouldn't be surprised if it comes down to, like, whoever has ball last and it comes down to, like, a field goal to win it. I wouldn't be surprised. And I wouldn't even be surprised if it goes to overtime either because these are two really good teams and it's a division battle because they're both in the same division. So what what do you think about this game? Um, I think it'll be a very good game. High school. Uh, high, uh, it's going to be a good game. I will say that. Um. You know, can't discredit Car- Carson Wentz beginning of the season with his success. He's been doing really well. I've been critical of him the past few years, but I got to give him with the respect he's due. I'm never um, biased. I'm just criti- critical about things. Give him the credit. He's been doing great. He's gonna, maybe he's, he keeps it going. Tannehill against the Chiefs played amazing. Titans offense is amazing. Julio Jones, A.J. Brown, um, Derrick Henry, name it. One of the best offenses in the league. I think it'll come down to the offense for Tennessee. I got Tennessee winning this game, but I am rooting for Isaac Rochelle, our guy. Hopefully, we get him on. I think he'll get a sack in this game. But I He's got a rookie. T- yeah, but I got. I think so. I got the Titans winning. But if the Colts win, it helps them out in the division going yeah, forward this is a division because matchup. there's going to be another game. But it's going to be in Tennessee, so it's critical for the Colts to win it this Sunday at home and try and force this thing. If not, Tennessee has a good 90, 89% shot at winning the AFC South, which means the Colts got to turn this around and get into the wild card somehow, someway. What was your other game? Uh, but my other game, battle of the, a- of the NFC the South. The Saints, right? Of the oh. NFC South. The Bucks versus the Saints. This is Jameis Winston's first game. As a starter against the Tampa Bay Bucks, his old team against his old old team. So there's gonna be some energy and some motivation for him to 
So, you gave up on me. Even though, if you would have Jameis or Tom, you'd take Tom Brady. Um, but look at this. Going back in the regular season alone, not in counting the postseason, just the regular season alone. Since Tom Brady has joined the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the Saints are 2-0. and So, that's going to mean something. Also, with Brady saying on Monday night on the ESPN um, telecast, saying the defense is like chasing cars, or dogs chasing cars, um, the Saints defense isn't going to be happy about that. They're going to want to go in and sack Tom Brady because they're still in this for the division. They're yeah. only two games back. Their Don't, leader, Cameron Jordan. Hmm? They're only two games back. They can If they win this, they make this thing a division. Um, but if Bucks win, it's going to be hard for the Saints to come back and win this division. But you look at it. The Bucks have the first, the best offense in the league versus the Saints 31st, which is a huge drop-off. Then you got the defense. Bucks 14th injuries have plagued them, but the Saints got the third-ranked um, defense. First passing for Bucks, 31st for Saints, 21st rushing, 17th rushing. It's going to come down to whether the Saints can stop Tom Brady late in the game. I... I think James throws a pick to lose the game. I got 30, 34. So you're saying he's going to have the ball last. 34-28. Bucks win this game, and they, they keep pace with the Arizona Cardinals for the number one seed. Because if it ended right now, I'm pretty sure Arizona has the first round by. Yes, obviously they're undefeated. Yeah, so like you said, this is like James, James Winston's revenge game. Because mm-hmm. you... Like you said, it was like they gave up on him too soon, but he he's been looking promising this season. So it's not it's not like he's just been it's not like he got traded to New Orleans and he's just been playing the same way that he played towards the end of his career as a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. He's been playing better because like before he couldn't really see and he was like squinting a lot, but from what I heard, he had like surgery on his eye or eyes over the off season, so that helped him a lot because now he can see. He's throwing accurate passes and, well, he's throwing more accurate passes than he usually did in the past. And the Saints, they're winning some games and they're losing some games, but the games they're losing, they're not losing by a lot. They're losing by maybe like a possession or so. And it always comes down to some, like a turnover or something bad that just like prevents them from winning. So the Saints, this would be interesting. Tampa Bay, I'm, I'm not really going to expect them to do much of anything except what they normally do. Yeah. So, and then you look at the accolade that Brady just hit with Mike Evans. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you want to bring that up. The, just a 600 yeah, passing touchdown. Only player to ever do that. Because I don't think any of these other quarterbacks that retired had come close to that. Nope. He's the first player to ever do it. So, that that's a good accomplishment for them. Antonio Brown... Did he play or is he coming back? He's he's been playing. So you have you have that stacked receiving core. Rojo Ronald Jones has been playing better because mm-hmm. you know he had that fumble issue at the beginning of the, se- the season, and they were just relying on Leonard Fournette, and he was he was reliable running, but he wasn't able to catch as good. But now he's like good again. So I expect this to be a good game. Stacked offense versus a not so good offense, but one thing the one thing Tampa Bay has to deal with, the the what's it called, the versatility of what the Saints are going to do with Taysom Hill. 
because he plays four different positions. Yeah, so, that'll be something to watch. Yeah, what how they how they play Taysom Hill. Mm-hmm. But you got one more game. You want to go on it? Well, you go first because my game's last. I already did my game. You did both of them. Yeah, your turn. My last game yep. is the so, New York Giants. Yeah, so versus Kansas so, City Chiefs. So this this was a week where we both took like our personal favorite teams to like predict. So, oh, wait, why do I have your favorite? Um, I it's a new it's my New York Giants versus the Kansas City Chiefs in Kansas City. We were going into this game with a lot of momentum, riding high because we just beat the Panthers on Sunday, twenty-five to three at home. Everyone, obviously, the main talk of the game is the one-handed catch that Daniel Jones had, and obviously you're going to get your Odell Beckham Jr. comparisons. But when you look at what just happened to the Chiefs on Sunday with the Titans absolutely sending them into, like, they they obliterated them. They obliterated them on Sunday because they beat them at home 27-3. So now now they're going to have... Their momentum's not going to be riding as high as ours because they got blown out versus us where we did the blowing out. And this should be a good game. And I, just, I saw on Twitter earlier today that Barkley, Shepard, Kadarius Tony, and Kenny Galladay were all on the practice field doing stretch stretches with the team. So that could be a good sign that we could maybe get some, if not all of them, back before the game on Monday Evan Ingram, I don't know, because I saw rumors that he might be getting traded, and he wasn't on the practice field today, so that's not really a good sign. But I want to I wanna see how well we do, because this is going to be like a true test. We got them coming up, then we play the Raiders, and then we got Tampa Bay. So I want to see if we could beat the Chiefs. This is a true test. Last time we beat the, we played the Chiefs, we beat them. Albeit it was by a field goal, and it was before the Patrick Mahomes era. They still had Alex Smith. It was still a win. So I want to see how well our defense does against this stacked offensive unit. And I want to see how well we can do versus their defense. And with their defense being as bad as it is, I also saw a stat on Twitter earlier today that Daniel Jones is third in the league amongst quarterbacks for rushing yards. Obviously, Lamar Jackson, my boy, he's number one. Then you got Jalen Hurts at second, and Daniel Jones is third with 229 yards. And with the Chiefs having bad defense, specifically running the ball, the flip side is that if that's the case, even if Barkley doesn't play, Daniel Jones can still like, be the runner and take advantage of that and have a field day, no pun intended, because of how bad their defense is. So I think this could be a closer game than most people think. But what do you think about this game? Giants got a shot. The Giants have a shot. To win? To win this game. You said 25%. Listen, I don't give a shit what I say. (laughs) I'm saying right now, the Chiefs, we know, suck. Suck. The dynasty that people want to say is over. Done. Mahomes, tied most for turnovers. Done. This team needs something to help them get going. Kansas City? Yeah. Clearly, the defense is atrocious. They got to fix that. Two, the offense line is terrible. Three, Mahomes is not taking care of the ball well. So he's also a cause. They got to fix this. But I don't think they fix it in time. I think the Giants get a chance. I think if Jones can keep the ball and not turn it over, they got a shot. Who I got picking this game? 
I got the New York Football Giants, 28-24. Count on it. What do you think? How do you think the Giants are going to do? I think they'll be fine. I think the Giants win. So it's just a matter of Jones. Yep. And if the Giants can play the defense like Titans did, and first Mahomes turn it over. In the way that we just You want the Chiefs to run the ball and have them beat you that way, not Mahomes um, beating you. With That's the way to win against the Kansas City Chiefs. That's and what said, I'm saying. And you said previously that teams are starting to figure them out. Teams right? know what they are doing. You want to who hasn't been figured out? Lamar fucking Jackson. You want to who should be paying attention to him? Lamar Jackson. But moving on. Next topic. Top 10 te- tight ends. Tight ends. What were you saying? I don't know what I was going to say, dude. Um, <laughs> I'll go first. Mine's in order. Um, this is always in order. It is. I got Rob Gronkowski, number one. In my eyes, he's the greatest tight end to ever play. Um, the stats he has with Tom Brady and the New England Patriots. Endless. I don't see it ever happening again with the quarterback and tight end duo. Um, Gronk, too big. He's just insane. You gotta, you have, you would have had to been alive to see it because there's something crazy. As a Steelers fan, we got we face them almost every year, either regular season or playoffs, and it was um, not a good thing. So for you're probably eyes. a little relieved you don't have to it's, deal it's with it as much now. Yeah, it's 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 it was pain. It's pain. Um, they ruined my childhood. You learned to deal with it. They ruined my childhood. Then I got Shane Sharp, number two. Um, he was part of the Broncos dynasty. He wasn't just a part of it. He was a big part of it. He was a... His resume just says it all. Go look at his resume. It's, he says it all. He's a Hall of Famer. Go, go, go look at it. I don't got to speak for Shannon. Same thing with Tony Gonzalez. I got him third. His, his, thing, his um, resume speaks for himself. Antonio Gates, I got fourth when he was on the char- Chargers. If you saw a prime Gates, you know why I'm putting him fourth. That's it. Number five, though. Not a lot of people saw Ozzie Newsome play. He was a great general manager for the Baltimore Ravens, who just recently retired. But as a player, he was really good for the Browns when the Browns were good before they went on the 20-year stretch of sucking. I got to put Ozzie in there. I have to. Number six, though, I got Kellen Winslow, also a Hall of Famer, one of the great tight ends in San Diego history. Then I got Mike Ditka, Hall of Famer, well-known in Chicago, Got to put him up there. Then I got the Steelers, Heath Miller. He was big. He wasn't afraid of contact. I got to give him that. I got to reward you for that. Because that was also an era where hits were legal. Um, then I got Jeremy Shockey, ninth. Um, he was a big part of the New York Giants when they won their Super Bowls. Um, Sir. He was a very all-around tight end. I love that. Then number 10, it was a toss-up. I got Jason Witten in there. Um, him and Romo connection was really good. I put him in there ahead of Greg Olson. So, for my list, I have the same first four that you did, except they're flipped around a little bit. Because mm-hmm. I, I still have Gonzalez at number one. I have Robert Gronkowski at two. And then I have Shannon Sharp at three. And then I have Antonio Gates at four. So, those, those were in order. And then the rest of them I just put down. Um, fifth, I have, as much as it pains me to have him on a list, involving tight ends because he was a cowboy and I'm a Giants fan. I got Jason Witten on there. You you have to put Jason Witten on there. And then I have Jeremy Shockey at seven. I have Greg Olson. Did you say you have Dallas Clark on your list by any chance? No, I ju- he just missed it. I have Dallas Clark on my list. 
And then at nine, I got Jimmy Graham. Jimmy Graham. Mm-hmm. He's still playing. And then number 10, I'm surprised you didn't have him on your list because he should have been on there. Vernon Davis. Mm, I forgot about him. I, that, that's my top 10. I had Greg Olson on here. So. But, um... Vernon Davis should... De- tell he, me why Vernon should be on there. Ver, Vernon should be on there because if you look at, like, his run with... Um, what was it? San Francisco he played for? Mm-hmm. He was always their top guy. Like, they... Ever since, like, Jerry Rice left, they didn't really have, like, a true number one guy to throw to. But then when he came around, he was tight end and... Re- he was tight end one and wide receiver one. He was the go-to guy to throw to because he you can always rely on him to catch the ball. You can always rely to him to get you a first down on like a third and short. You can always rely on him for that type of stuff. So he that's why even Niners fans will agree with me. He has to be on the list. Yeah. You could always go to him. So now we're going to move into a topic. A topic everyone wants to talk about. Everyone wants to debate. Everyone thinks they're correct. This is a topic where we go in depth, and this is where we tell and we show and we back up why we're going to... Um, this is where you're about to get heated. Yeah. <laughs> Who is the greatest go of all time? Michael Jordan, LeBron, or Tom Brady? I want to say this before we start. Derek Jeter is among the list. But let's just talk about these three. Overall, I got Tom Brady. I'm choosing Tom Brady. Tom Brady is better than Michael and LeBron. Here's why. I'm not saying talent because talent, MJ and LeBron beat Tom Brady out by a mile. Tom Brady is not talented. He uses his brain and he knows how to win the games. And he's, he's, a, he's an assassin. Here's where people think. MJ, six championships, 6-0 in the NBA Finals. That's something. Um, six MVPs. He was in the hardest era of all time. Um, he didn't win with a super team. Nevertheless, he always made the players around him better. He was a part of the 72-win Bulls. Um, and Jordan was just a killer. He wasn't he was, human. He was not human. He was able to take a year or two off, come back, win another championship. You tell me someone that takes a year off and comes back and wins like that and being the best player on the team. Tell me, who does that? Who did that? No one. Thank you for the answer. Now let's go to LeBron. I don't like LeBron. You never have. He's a four-time NBA champion. Okay, good. He has a losing record in the NBA Finals. And this is where um, people need to look at. LeBron has never been... The number one player on his team by a mile. He had the Miami Heat, Dwayne Wade, and Chris Bosh. He needed help with them too. And they were supposed to win the NBA Finals against the Dallas Mavericks, but the Mavericks won that their his first year. So now let's look at it. They won a couple championships. Cool. Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh, Hall of Famers. LeBron. Couldn't do it. He, he needed help there. All right. Goes back home to Cleveland. Goes back to, home to Cleveland. Okay. Kyrie hits the big shot. Draymond Green gets suspended. Kevin Love was on the Cavs. Tristan Thompson was on the Cavs. 
LeBron just has that big block. He had help in Cleveland. You can't tell me otherwise. Because if we're going to say Kyrie's a GOAT, you got to say Kyrie, Kyrie. I would say Kyrie was the best player on the Cavs back then. Also, let's, 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 take, let's, oops, sorry. let's take a step further on this one. Um, Lakers LeBron. Current. One in a bubble. So he had time to prepare. Uh, you got, you're in the softest era where anything's a foul. You have Anthony Davis. Why? And now you have Russell Westbrook and Carmelo Anthony. Why can't you do it on yourself? Why can't you just be that one person to win it on yourself? Because he can't do it. Because it showed last year. He tried to do it on his own. And he got bounced. First round. I'm telling you right now. If LeBron doesn't have those super teams. He probably doesn't even have he doesn't one. Win a, he doesn't win. Because you look at it. The Warriors beat the Cavs in the NBA Finals the year before they had Kevin Durant. That was a 73-win team. That had Klay Thompson, Steph Curry, and Draymond Green. Those three. I wouldn't say they were a super team. They were a very well-balanced team with three great players. LeBron had Kyrie, Kevin Love, and Tristan Thompson still there. And they still lose. So if you're really saying LeBron's the GOAT, why he should have been able to beat them. Um, that first year, not the 73-win season. The first year, though. So now let's look at it right here. Brady. We all know Brady's accomplishments. Seven championships. So he has more championships than both of these guys. Brady is in the hardest team game besides baseball. He's in the hardest team game because he needs 10 other people to do what he, he wants them to do. And they, if they don't do their job, he doesn't do his job. Which means the team doesn't work. He has always been, except for two years, been the best player on the team. You look at it. We should weigh people on how good they actually are is if you take the player off the team and you see what they do. You take Brady off of New England and we're seeing it. Belichick is struggling to get above 500 or even get to 500 without Brady. You put Brady on Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay had years of struggling and losing. Worst franchise winning percentage in all of sports. He went there his first year and won a, um, won a Super Bowl. You put Brady... I guarantee on any team, they're winning the championship. No matter who they have. Because Brady is just the go. And I got to go Brady on this one. Brady makes everyone around him better. So I would really say it's MJ or Brady that you can choose between. Because Brady doesn't... Brady brought brought the Patriots team the the year before he went to Tampa Bay to the playoffs. That was the same team Cam Newton was on last year. That didn't get in the playoffs. That didn't have a 500 record. Brady brought that team to 12 wins. So. It says a lot. Says a lot. Brady's the go. I'm ending this before I get hot. You may go. (laughs) So I don't even know where to start. Because now I got to think about all three of them. So, I'm like, what do I want to do? You can only pick one, right? Yep. 
I mean, when you think about it now, this is this is my comparison with the whole Jordan LeBron thing. Mm-hmm. Jordan would dominate this era. LeBron would probably struggle in his era. Mm-hmm. I truly believe if LeBron was in Michael Jordan's era, he'd struggle. And then Jordan would probably he would kill this era right now. He'd be averaging like fifty a game, killing this era. Oh, hundred percent. Because the league is different now. So if prime injury was in this league, it's a wrap. Every team is not. It's a wrap. You talking about right now? If he was in the right league? now, prime MJ. It's a wrap. It's game over. GG. Go home. Pack your bags. Don't even show up. You're gonna lose. Don't even show up. Just don't even get paid. Just and the league no more. It's done. No more TV. So I'd really say it's between MJ and Brady, not LeBron. That's what I would say. That's what I would say. Too. At, at most, if I'm gonna say LeBron is the goat of anything, he's the goat small forward. We, for the and position. we can't take, we can't leave out Derek Jeter. We can't. And I'm a Sox fan, but I understand greatness. Derek Jeter always demanded winning. He always got winning. He has five championships. In baseball, there's 162 games, plus a couple more in playoffs. You have to be consistent. Baseball is about the game of being consistent. And making sure you're high at the right moment. There's a game like For him to do it 20 years and not have a losing season. And to win when baseball is the hardest. Because you have nine other guys. The game is every, or eight other guys. every day. You need a pitcher to do his job. And you also need to be on your job. There's going to be games where you have slumps. So it's, a, it's always a momentum game. Jeter and all... Of all, if I really have to say who's the greatest baseball player of all time also, I'm going Derek Jeter. Because you cannot tell me with a guy that never hit for power was always the best player on his team that did what he did. You, you say Derek Jeter's name in New York? It is royalty. I truly believe Jeter's name is higher than the New York Yankees brand. 100%. I believe that every day. I believe 100%. Yankees brand, Jeter. Jeter outweighs. Because so many historic moments, never left, loyal as fuck. And we're in the era, even dating back 10 years ago, we're, we, we've been in an era of loyalty doesn't mean a thing anymore. You want your money. You want to go chase rings. Go. That you don't show loyalty. Jeter has never left or never wanted to leave the New York Yankees. He stuck around and he won. He is the outright greatest baseball player I've ever seen. You think he's, his name's higher in New York than Babe Ruth? 100%. I, don't, I know people say, oh, the Yankee Stadium is the house Ruth built. Ruth never played in that stadium. Jeter did. What did Ruth play in? He played in the old Yankee Stadium. I'd go, I'd go, this is the house Jeter built. Jeter, you ask someone, because G, I think Jeter ends the Brady, MJ, LeBron debate. Because you, I choose Jeter. The reason why is because you ask someone why they're playing showstop, why they're wearing number two. You want to know why they're, what they're going to say? Derek My, Jeter. Derek Jeter inspired me. You name me another person that says that, that has kids besides Kobe Bryant, because Kobe Bryant's the next closest guy that I know. I played baseball. My brother played baseball for one reason. Because Derek Jeter. Jeter made the game popular again. 
The only person that can get to where Jeter is is Mike Trout or Shohei Otani. But right now, Jeter is the greatest baseball player I've ever seen. Yeah, he might not have the most home runs. He might not have the most hits. Sometimes you, you don't need that. He demanded winning, and he made sure you won. In the ultimate team game, I played baseball. I know from experience. You need, you need guys that are gonna be on your eight on their eight game. If you're not, and if you're not, and they're not, it's done. That's why winning in baseball is so hard. But Jeter was able to accomplish it. Jeter should have been, and he you should change it, an anonymous Hall of Famer. But one guy from Boston decides. I'm a, I'm a not vote for him, which is really disrespectful. I got Jeter winning. Even you as a Red Sox. Yes, he deserved that. to be an anonymous. He deserves 100%. The reason why is because he never cheated the game of baseball. There's never been something that says Jeter cheated. He never had a super team. You, you can't say, oh, Jeter cheated. Jeter has never cheated the game. He's never been accused. He never will cheat. He will never do anything to ruin the game of baseball. That, so Jeter's my, my pick, but that's what I, that's all I'm saying right now. I I would say LeBron's the goat small forward at the position. Like he's the best person to ever play that position. Jordan's the bet. Ba- basically, this is this is how you could put it between Michael Jordan and LeBron James. Michael Jordan's the best of his era. LeBron's the best of this era. Of his era. I agree. I don't like comparing eras because the eras are different. Look at Joe Montana's era. Tom Brady's era. Brady and Man- Mon- well, Brady and Montana, you can compare, basically. Peyton Manning, you could compare with Tom Brady, obviously. Because they were in the era of where hits were legal. You could hit an- them anywhere. You could hit them in the head without. You can't tell me. This is where Ray Lewis even says it. And he, he says it great. Nowadays, wide receivers aren't scared to run in the middle of the field and get scared of getting hit. Because they know if they get hit, that's the flag. But back in the 2000s, when Ray Lewis was playing, no one wanted to go up. Even middle. Chad Johnson said, no one wanted to go in the middle of the field. Everyone would try and stay away because you know, if Ed Reed, Ray Lewis is, is, over there. is over there, he's popping you. And you ain't getting back up. Chad Johnson, Chad Ochocinco, got drilled one time going across the middle, got popped. Before he caught it. No, he didn't catch it. He got popped. And Ray Lewis popped him. You don't go across the middle field back in that era. So people are having right now, the total different era in the NFL, in, in the NBA, and in baseball. Well, not baseball. Baseball has really been the same. It, there's Except for the baseball juicing and stuff. Eras, you should not be able to compare people eras to eras because it's all different. Then you got people like Vontez Perfect trying to reanimate Ray Lewis. Yeah, but he t- he take he takes the or he, he took it way take, too far. Yeah, he was taking it too. He took way. it way too far. There's a difference between in a play and just doing it to harm someone, and he did it to harm someone. So, example Antonio Brown. I don't want to say that because you're a Steelers fan, but like that, that's just like the first example. Yeah, that pops no, exactly. Head. But um, I mean, this is all I got so far for today. You got anything? Oh, we were going to talk about the Knicks. Yeah, well, go ahead. So, last night, my New York Knicks, we took on... We were at home. We were taking on the Philadelphia 76ers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And 
we we beat them by like 18 or something like that but the the statistical fact of the matter is that we've lost the last prior to last night we lost the last 15 meetings to them that we played so that means they were sweeping us four games to zero every single season the last time we beat them before last night 2017 so that goes to show how much improvement the team has been making and the work that everybody whether they're together at team practice or just separately on their own it shows how much work they've been putting in to be a better team be the best player they can be be the best coaching staff they can be and i'm sitting here as a new york knicks fan and i'm just wondering why we haven't offered thomas thibodeau a contract extension as our coach yet because clearly he knows how to coach and he's helping us go from being one of the most irrelevant teams in the league that nobody cared or ever talked about to now one of the teams everyone is talking about and a potential however long he's going to be with us year after year playoff contender so i'm as a knicks fan i'm just happy to see this and um so like i'm just as a knicks fan this just makes me happy to see everyone's playing great last night we had in the fourth quarter we did struggle a little bit making shots but what helped is our good defense and then the open shots that philadelphia had they weren't making theirs either so even though we were missing and we went on the scoring drought for like three and a half minutes they weren't scoring either which allowed us to get back in the rhythm of things for the end of the game and we ended up winning so that's my take on the Knicks. what do you think because you watched some of this game last night they're good they're back to being good again and that's all i gotta say i vote I've always been saying this. My my dream is to see the Knicks win a championship because I've seen the Giants win two in my life. I've seen the Yankees win in my life. My only sports team I haven't seen win a championship is the Knicks. The only time I've seen them win is when I make them do it in 2K. I want to see them do it in real life. So mm-hmm. that that's my dream is that we can get back to being that type of a stature team where we could possibly finally win it all. It, and we haven't won since like 1971 anyway. So it's been a while. Right? I feel like... Personally, as a fan, I'm saying this. A championship for the Knicks again has been long overdue. 100%. So, that that's just me. Same. That's all I got for today. Same here.